0: The ball sends it over to Edward Robles Go Insert Name FC What is up everybody My name is Hector Flores Host of Insert Name FC And with me as always is my best friend And the other host of the show Edward Robles Hey, what's up, guys? I don't know if I should say this, what number of episode this is. Um, this is a New Year's Eve episode of Insert Name FC. Do you have a good idea what episode we're on?
1: I don't, honestly. It's a it's a very nice episode. Oh yeah, nice. So uh, yeah, we're on we're on episode sixty nine let me see if we can do my Kevin Malone voice. Nice.
0: (laughs) I still remember some people were like, why does Kevin only like 69 ramen noodles?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, episode 69. Um, Edward, how was your, how was your Christmas?
1: Well, other than the fact that I got sick, um, pretty good. I actually had fun with the kids and stuff. I had my boys Got decent, you know, good Christmas gifts. I mean, I'm always grateful for whatever I get. You can give me a pair of socks and I'll be happy with a pair of socks. Um, Hector got me some cool Alphalese stuff, so that was pretty cool. Um, I, I really love it. And,
0: uh,
1: yeah, they I fit. Mean, oh, they fit good. They fit great, bro. Appreciate that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you look at me, I'm literally freaking either a small or a medium.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always, <laughs> like, it's, it's always a gamble because I'm not. I, I think with uh, I think with Alpha Lee anything fitness-wise, I think medium will be good for you. But if it's like a regular t-shirt, I think
1: small is fine. Yeah, because like, cause, cause the thing is with me, it's like, okay, so for for those of you that don't know, I'm 5'9". I'm like a, hundred, a buck 60, 155. Sometimes I all go down to like 150, but it's because I end up playing like four games out of four games out the week, five games out the week. Most of it's water. Most of it's, so most it's, most of it's, most it's water, water weight. weight. Um Like for example, tomorrow. Okay, we're recording Monday. Tomorrow's Tuesday, so on Tuesday, if you guys are listening, played four matches, and they're all they're coeds, and uh, they literally are going to be back to back to back to back to back. So yeah, and I actually did pulled that off uh, last week when I played with uh, the Falcons. So yeah,
0: yeah, which which by the way, fucks with. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> That is that is such BS. I'm sorry. Uh no, I'm still mad. No. I don't know how, I don't know how we have fewer losses than the team that finish in first place and yet we still we still end up I,
1: I'm no. telling I'm telling you, the, the game that really fucked us was that first game that basically nobody got points. Nobody got goals. But we had the same did. freaking record as the other team. Uh, yeah, but those that's the thing. Those points were the ones that mattered. that one match. Literally, even if we tied, we would have won. But it's because the, the because of the bro. We played the,
0: no with the with, with the team that beat us. Apparently, we played the same number of games. We both played eight games. We both got five wins. They lost three times. We only lost twice, and we had one tie. Even with the game advantage, we still had a better record than them. And somehow they end up with eighty nine points, and we only have eighty seven.
1: Yeah, like the I'm map doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, it was a goal difference.
0: How, how, how does the goal difference affect like it, no matter what it's, it's, you still have the same outcome if anything we have an extra let, alright let's look at this a win is worth 10 points a tie is worth 5 points if anything we still got an extra 5 points over them even with the goal differential
1: yeah but if they have the. let me see if they have the same uh, I'm, I'm not looking at it or anything I'm just trying to think of it in my mind and then also the,
0: also the crazy thing Three of our players, well, actually four of our play, four of the top, four players in the top five in the leaderboards when it comes to goals scored and assists, are from our team. Like, I'm sorry, man, but yeah, you know, dude, Swiss, Swiss sucks. <laughs> that's like straight up. That's booty cheeks, bro. Like, like I don't know what else to say, man. I'm kind of, I'm, I feel like we got rigged. I think it, literally we got rigged. They they rigged mm. us like for <sighs> sure. I think we we should be going on to division four.
1: I think we still are. No, no. Only oh. the winner gets promoted. Oh okay. Um. Well. Um. Well, I know this is probably gonna piss you off, but shout out to my boy. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm just doing that to to irk you. Justice, <laughs> justice. We need justice.
0: Justice for the Falcons. Hashtag justice for the Falcons. Like I got
1: for the Falcons,
0: or actually, now we're going to change our name to Los Azules because they keep giving us blue cards.
1: Yeah, I know that's that's funny. Actually, to be honest, we don't, I don't even know if there's going to be a team next season. No. I honestly don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm already in for the one of the co ed teams. Uh, I think the other one team wants to be to play, and there's a men's team that already tried to recruit me. I told them no. Uh... But either either or, I'm still stuck with you know Falcons. Not stuck, but like I still want to play with Falcons. I don't want to play with nobody else, really. Uh, I'll just stay around and help out if they ever need players. But enough conversation about this. Um,
0: just um, point, just message of the story is fuck Southwest indoor soccer. Oh Jesus! That's all we got to say. That's all I got to say. Okay, maybe not we, but me for sure, me. Yeah. I still got to play there, so I
1: don't want to... Next you know, I barely touched the ball. Blue card, why? I heard what you said on the podcast.
0: Oh. <laughs> they're listening to this. I, I hope they, they fix it, because... I'm sorry. that there's something, there's something a little janky going on in that organization. If it, to call it an organization would be an insult to other organizations.
1: Uh, so. Institutions?
0: No, that's even... That, even... Whatever Swiss is. There we Association. go. Association. Not even that. That's, um, ins- that's insulting to the NBA. Athletic
1: club. No. no. Uh, um, uh, the frauds that are Swiss. There we go. That's what, that's what I'm going to call the oh, frauds. God. The frauds that are Swiss. I still got to play there, man. So If I get blue cards and start getting called out in the games for some
0: then reason... It just proves how, <laughs> this, this just proves how rigged they are and the frauds that they Excuse are in Swiss is going to be over here taking 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 all, all their frustration from all the shit that I'm saying about them to Edward. That just means that they're just clearly more of a fraudulent
1: fraudulent group uh, of frauds that I've ever met in my life. Nah. But I'll be alright. Um, okay, so let's move on. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah.
0: Alright, anyways, so we do have a quite Quite the show. Um, we're gonna go a lot, a lot to talk about in transfer watch. We'll probably go through it. Probably point out a few rumors that are going on, but nothing. Not trying to go into deep with every single one. So we'll try our best. I know we don't usually do well on that. Um, we do have some. We have two headlines to talk about. There is no debate topic this week. Um, no games to recap. Uh, I mean, the only games that play were the English Premier League. Uh, we're not, we're not announcing players of the week. Obviously, this is the last week of the year, last episode of the year, of 2021. So we already have our player of the year. So we're going to go ahead and announce our player of the year in this episode. Um, uh, we'll get, we'll go ahead and do a, a walkthrough of the power five leagues in Europe, see where they are in the standings. Um, and then do, uh, some games to watch, which is La Liga and English Premier League. We do have a singing bag coming up this weekend. So we'll go ahead and mention that. Um, Obviously, like I said, announce our Player of the Year and then wrap to show up with a three-up, three-down. And the topic is 2021. So that's just I think it doesn't have to be personal. It's just things that happened in 2021, which is kind of crazy think that the things that happened in 2021. So that is going to be what's going on. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, You guys are going to hear this lovely ad, and then we'll get going with this super long transfer watch. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics?
1: Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network.
0: Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. If you go to our social media, if you go to our bios, there is a link that takes you to our link tree. It will show you all the great uh, ways you can listen to us, whether Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, um, the Belly Up website, and of course, the store, and our two great partners in uh, Audible and Fanatics. So make sure you guys take good advantage of our great partners because obviously if you do so, then it helps us out to give you guys a much better product um, than two guys using a Zoom call in our separate houses where we could actually do this in the studio and and have Spencer also physically here, which that would be pretty nice.
1: Yes, exactly. That would be awesome to (laughs) to see him here. Excuse me, guys. By the way, I'm so sick. I'm just getting over it. So... Doesn't have, have I, COVID. Yeah, not COVID. Just a cough. Um, just, just as a heads up, guys. Um, do I start coughing? If I be, you, if might not, so that one just came through right
0: now. So, <laughs> all right. So transfer watch. We're gonna kick things off with Everton's interested in Rangers player Nathan Patterson. Patterson. Sorry, sorry, Nathan. Uh, Nathan Patterson. Uh, Tottenham and, Rona, and Roma in a battle for Hoffenheim's Florian Grillish. Diego Godín is set to leave uh, Cagliari, so he will be a free agent.
1: Nice.
0: Manchester United, Real Madrid, and Barcelona are interested in Kingsley Coman. I also believe he's also. They're trying to. I know Bayern Munich trying to set up a uh, an extension with him, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kingsley Coman. PSG is interested in Karim Benzema. Damn. So possibly, I guess as a possible replacement for Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, um, possibly. Ajax's goalkeeper Andre Onana is set for a move to Inter Milan. Interesting place for him to go. I think actually a really fitting place, especially with um, You know, Going up there in age, he's not getting any younger. Uh, but moving on, Napoli and Chelsea are interested in defender Attila Salai. We touched up on him on a previous episode, so Napoli now entered the, the chat for that that young defender, or that defender, yeah. Anthony Martial keen on a Sevilla move. So that's that's actually a pretty good move for them. Liverpool are contenders for Erling Haaland. So Jurgen Klopp is looking to get the young Norwegian. Barcelona are preparing a bid for Danny Olmo. Where is he going to play? Nobody knows. Yeah. Manchester United and PSG are interested in Sergei Milenkovic Savage, aka Twenty One Savage. She really do like, like. I she like both those situations for him. He just needs to get out a lot to you. <laughs> uh, Newcastle and West Ham are both interested in Deli Ali. Um,
1: yeah, I was like,
0: yeah. that's it. Uh, Bayern Munich wants to bring back Renato Sanchez.
1: Oh, damn. Really?
0: Yep. Huh. Uh, Newcastle United are looking to bring in Desco. So, they're trying to trying to get themselves out of the relegation zone. Hopefully it doesn't work out. Um, Tottenham are, want Clement Langlet from Barcelona. As, I mean, we all know Barcelona's going to try to get out of their debt as well, so I'm sure that's going to be a move that they're willing to, to prepare for. Aston Villa is interested in Rangers' Gavin Kamara, So, mm-hmm. Steven Gerrard looking to pluck some players from his former club. Uh, John Denny Kone is set for a move to Fiorentina. So, guy's been having a really good season so far with with Leo. Can't say the same for Leo, but he is set to make a move to Fiorentina, who's actually making some quite some interest over going on in Syria. Uh, Real Sociedad is set to sign Rafina of PSG. Remember, there's two Rafinas. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs>
1: There's another was the, the brother Rafinha, right?
0: Yeah, the one. No, the, one the, one.
1: The, the, the spelling, the spelling is different too. It's like P H, and yep. the other one's a F. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> oh man, U.S. men's national team defender Walker
0: Zimmerman from Nashville, S.C. is actually getting interest from England, so we could be seeing Walker Zimmerman making a move to Europe. So that's going to be really good for him. Uh, this is going to be the one that Edward's going to want to stop for a little bit, and that is Ferran Torres is set to make his move to Barcelona for 55 million euros.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: And that was not yeah. the response I was actually expecting.
1: Uh, no, I mean, technically, I was choked up. Ah, there you go. Played it off. Good. Nice segue. Um, First of um, all, where is he going to play? Uh, dude, honestly, like I said, I, I think um, they're probably going to use him in the wing. They're probably going to move... Uh, if anything... Uh, I think uh, they may they may put up the pie up front I mean, I mean that's, isn't that where the pie's been playing? Uh, I'm sorry Oof. Yeah, I'll tell you man. Ansu Fatih uh, yeah Ansu Fati, okay. they might they might they might do a false nine with Ansu Fatih and then they might play Ferran Torres on the left wing and then well you know, Ferran Torres Antimele can
0: also that. play the false nine as well that is an option but um, yeah but we'll see what happens there um, but yeah
1: yeah, so I mean, it, I think I, I honestly I like Fernando. This is a player; like, he's 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 a really good. So you um, want him at Barcelona? I mean, that'd be nice to have.
0: It's just um. Well, he's, he he already passed medical, so I, I'm guessing. As it's, soon as, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's happening like, as
1: soon
0: as yeah. Um. So as soon as the window opens, that's they'll go ahead and announce him.
1: They'll do it. Yeah, i will go ahead and announce him. The only thing is that um, yeah. To be honest, do, okay, let me ask you
0: this. Do you think fifty million is actually a high price for this kid? Um, I mean the thing the the, the lucky the the thing that's worked that works out for for Barcelona in this situation is that Man City hasn't really been playing him. Um so kind of they're not really using him, so that they're gonna be able to spend that they're not really using him kind of money. Because Frontour is I mean, if he was getting more, if he was playing more minutes, I think you could probably throw him up there with some of the young promising players in Europe right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he. Okay, so the funny thing is, like, he was part of the Spain, the Spain squad, Pedri, Gavi. You know, like a lot of the young bucks from Barcelona. So it's kind of like maybe started bringing in like a lot of the uh, prospects for the Spanish national team. To Barcelona, um, they're, um, they're, I think it's, it's a good it's a good move in that aspect because they've already played together. They play it together in national team and they'll play together in the club. So as long as they can co mingle, you know, I I I think they'll, they'll be good. Uh, they have the chemistry already, you know. Very um, true. Very true. So I I think it's actually a smart purchase and. Um, you got that. You got Gavi, who's really, really. He's scrappy. He's scrappy as fuck. Like that dude. He may looks skinnier than me and stuff. Or like you know, like I, I was like, man, this dude. He's gonna get dropped real quick. And I mean, I honestly have seen him fight for the ball, and I was just like, damn. I was like, wow. I was like, this this kid is good. Like I'm like, okay, man, impressive. I already know his dribbling skills and speed. And you know, I like, with Ferran Torres, I mean, it's, just, it, it's a good—it's a good trio of of young players in one team. So I mean, I, I really think it can happen, you know. And it, I really feel like that's going to make Barcelona go up just a bit. Um, truthfully, I am worried financially for Barcelona because I mean, that's fifty million is a lot to spend on, I believe, or fifty-five million is a lot to spend on. Um, I believe there's also going to be add-ons, right? I'm sure there's incentives. Yeah, so um, it, it's uh, it's it's very. That's why I'm saying. That's why you know, like. Do you think it's a high price, or do you think it's a low price for a player? Like I, I think Torres? they got a really good deal. That's, for that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking too. Because I'm like, Fernando is actually a really like, good. Like
0: I said, if you were, if we would have been playing more at Man City, which I thought that initially that was the whole reason of t- getting him from Valencia was that they were, he was going to be part of their, their plans, but obviously, you know, Phil Foden can play anywhere on the field can kind of also play front towards his position, but then you also went off and just got Jack really for no apparent reason. Um, and that kind of like makes front Torres also the odd man out from that. And it was again, not because he's a bad player. He really is. And he's an amazing player. And I think, you know, playing elsewhere, he would definitely be a star. Which, just to give you FYI, whenever I did my FIFA career modes, I would always snag him and have him play at Arsenal. And he becomes my star at Arsenal. But uh, he didn't get to become a star at Arsenal. But anyways, continuing on from that, uh, Real Madrid, Arsenal, and West Ham are all interested in the Canadian Jonathan David. Jonathan David having also being a bright spot for Lil this season. Can't really say that much else for the rest of Lille. But he's been doing really well over at, at Lille. And so, you know, obviously it makes sense for him to go the next step. And I think any of these three teams could definitely be a good destination for him. Ideally, I would want him at Arsenal. But, I mean, if Real Madrid goes and get, get, First of all, if Real Madrid gets him, I think... Why? If you're set to go get Mbappe, go get Mbappe, you know... That's all I gotta say for that. But anyways, uh, interesting, interesting, uh, interesting trio of teams are all going after the young Canadian. Uh, West yes. Ham and Barcelona are interested in Adnan Januzaj. Um, very,
1: yeah, I know. I, I I'm very familiar with him. Um, he was uh, up and coming at Manchester United Academy, I believe. He was from Belgium. Yep, and he was a right winger. he he, he does have the speed. He does have. Uh, tenacity, skill, dribbling, everything. I I thought he was actually a good, you know, he was a good winger. I just, I guess he didn't develop much. Manchester United, because I think they just, they just relied a lot on, you know, their veterans. Um, and plus I'm not going to say, I mean, I'm, I I don't, I'm not putting out on players, but it's more of like, oh, coaches after coaches after coaches after coaches, like each player, each coach had different, okay, I want to use this player. No, I want to use this player. No, I want to get this player. You know? like, so it was always like a, kind of like a pick and choose kind of deal with him, I think. And then I think, I believe he got loaned out for about a year and then he got sold. Um, but yeah, he's, I, I think he's an interesting uh, prospect to be looking at. Well, I don't even know if I should call him a prospect now because I believe he's like 23, 24 now. Uh, I
0: think he's a lot older than that, man.
1: No way. Are you serious? Because I remember he was like really young when he was in Man U. Let's see. Let's
0: see how old he is now. Um, He
1: is 26. Oh, okay. He's not that a old, lot older. But yeah, he's a... I think he can He can spruce up with Manchester United. He could probably go back and do... I'm sorry, no Manchester United, but I think West Ham can actually benefit from him. Um... Barcelona, mm, I mean, you're already getting Ferran Torres. I think you're okay. And then if you're really planning on revolving around Dembele, stuff like that, mind you, Dembele is injury prone. Um, I I really think. uh, Well, we'll
0: definitely see. We'll definitely see. Uh, But continuing on, man, Napoli is interested in Lucas Digne over at Everton. So, interesting person to view on. Inter Milan, AC Milan, Juve, and Roma are all chasing David Fratisi. So another young, I'm assuming Italian player that all the big all the big clubs in Italy want. To get. So be interesting to see what happens there. Who ends up getting that young player? I believe he's a midfielder as well playing. I believe it's Sassulo. I could be wrong on the club, but I know he's Italian. Uh Waffer won Kalazniac. Go ahead. Take him. Take him. <laughs> I mean, I don't really Honestly, if you, if you called Arsenal saying we want Kalisznyk, I told just I don't even care how much you're willing to pay. Just a dollar is fine. Just, just take him, go, I means Just take him. Just take him. You can go. Continuing on, uh, Dorman are looking to bring in Joby Bellingham, the oh, younger wow. brother of Jude Bellingham, who current I believe currently I'm not gonna try I guess club he plays for right now. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm guessing this is their way of Hey Jude, do you want to you want to you want to stay here? Want to stay here, buddy? We brought your brother. I
1: mean, I mean after after the uh, uh sorry. I mean after the the whole thing with what you know Jude did or Jude said and with this whole um what he said during the press conference and stuff. Um but not press conference but like when he got interviewed. Um I guess you know it, it kind of goes to show you that I guess Boris Dressman does want to keep him around even after what he said. Maybe they agree with him, you know.
0: Um, I mean, it's so, BS. It, it's BS. Like it's it's not fair. But yeah, uh, well, yeah. but hopefully, <laughs> getting his brothers enough. Um, continuing on, Real Madrid are looking at Joe Gomez.
1: Joe so Gomez. Ho- hopefully,
0: they stop looking at Joe Gomez, <laughs> but uh, but they're looking at him. Uh, John Dos Santos, Jonathan Dos Santos joins America, which I believe Giovanni, Giovanni might still be there. I'm not sure, but obviously this is the club where his dad played for. So, very interesting for him. So, he's now no longer with the MLS and now is in Liga MX, um, back in his home of Mexico. Chelsea is set to offer $30 million for Sergino Dest. Uh, so, uh,
1: yeah, I, 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 Oh, excuse me. I, I've been reading a lot about Sergio De Sal. He's been put out there. Um, I, I want to say he's like he's he's a good he's a really they're
0: making him the scapegoat. they making Barcelona's making him scapegoat.
1: Actually, believe it or not, it's kind of like not not what I uh, okay. So in español, we we say this like for the dogs or you know for any kind of animal that's a vicious animal. Like como Like you know, like we, they're just swinging him out. Like hey, you know who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? And they're they're baiting them. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like you know, and so I think that's exactly what they're doing with uh, Sergino Des. Um, the thing is, um, I, I just, I, I, I think it's a mistake to let him go. I, I could be wrong. It, it's funny because like. You remember how me, you, and Nelson were arguing about Sergino Desk, and I was like, he has to go. He's not going to be. I was like, why? He's doing good. I was like, he's not doing bad at all. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it happened. No, yeah.
0: Um, uh, Nelson was, well, if you guys don't know, Nelson is on our team that got bamboozled his, by that shitty leaf. He's
1: one of our good friends.
0: Anyway, so we were all talking, and, and he he is very adamant about Sergino Desk. It's not good. Um, and uh, it was funny though, because I mean, not only was were, were me and Edward both kind of fighting, arguing for Sergino Des, but everybody else was also on the side of Sergino Des. He literally was the only person that thought that Sergino was not Which, to be honest, that's a lot for a you know, I, I, he's only twenty, so it's kind of like, of course he's not, he's not, he's not ready yet. He's not, he's not in his prime years, you know. But there's clearly a reason why he, there's some value in him. And clearly, that's why other clubs can see that value as well. So, I mean, if Barcelona wants to lose out on a on possibility of, of having Sergina on their team, I mean, I, I think Chelsea is is okay with uh, taking advantage of that. But there is that. Uh, moving on, uh, Sevilla want Cavani. So, Anthony on Cavani, that's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Daryl DK has Premier League offers. So we could be seeing Daryl DK making a permanent move to England as well, along with Walker Zimmerman, which obviously, if you're a U.S. men's national team fan, can only mean good things, right? Um, Antonio Conte wants to bring in Stefan de Vrij to Tottenham, Tottenham. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, so he's trying to bring, pluck some guys from Inter Milan to bring over to Tottenham. Uh, Crystal Palace wants Borja Mayoral. So Crystal Palace is looking to bring this young Spanish player. He's probably not that young anymore, but he wants to, they want to bring in the Spaniard over to Crystal Palace, which I think would actually be a very interesting move for them. Um AC Milan wants Zayek. Uh no. Newcastle is making a move for Dembele. Osman Dembele. Yeah.
1: Uh
0: Liverpool. I mean, Do
1: you do you think that's gonna be sorry to cut you off, but do you think um that's probably the move that they're looking at? Like they're looking to get a bunch of money from Newcastle, and then they're going to use that money to try and get, um, you know, either they're going to put Ferran Torres as their starter or. You know, well, go for Ferran Torres!
0: Bigger. Like that. Like I said, that deal is done. <laughs> yeah, that that deal is taken care of. It's just they're waiting until the transfer window opens to make it official. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what this means. Like, you know, I'm not. I, I'm not Laporte. I'm not. I'm not Javi. I really don't know what's going on. Are they using this money to try to, try to attack that debt that they're facing? Or, or I don't know. I really don't know. I think, I do think that, uh, Shave understands his situation is very delicate. That the, as far as patience go, I mean, we talked about this before. Like the fact that it is Shavi, people respect him enough to give him time. Yeah. But let's, let's face it. Like if you're not competing, that's not a good sign either. So, I mean, he could well get the same treatment as Steven Gerrard, but then he can also get the Frank Lampard treatment. So it's yeah. one of those things that you we really don't know what we're going to get from the Xavi era, whether they're going to be patient with him or they're not. But we also know how this league works, especially with Barcelona. It's a, it's a huge brand. It's a big club. They have to be in Champions League. It's not that they should be in Champions League. They have to be in Champions League. So if they're not, I mean, they're going to... Force their way into somehow getting themselves into the Champions League mix again, and if they have to go get themselves the players to do it, and that's what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Anyways, so uh, Liverpool want Camavinga. so there. That's going on. <laughs> um, Bayern Munich wants Sergino Dest. Wow. So I mean, that... take the hint,
1: Barcelona. <laughs> take the hint. There's clubs that want this kid. Well, no, not just any clubs, but like I mean, top clubs. And um,
0: as a matter of fact, Bayern Munich was in that fight initially for Sergino. Yeah. So if Bayern, um, if let's just be real, if Bayern Munich wants your like wants a player, that that means something because obviously Bayern Munich. As much as they, most of these guys are running on the bench, which is probably what's going to happen to Sergino. They, let me, let me, your backups are are almost as good as any other starting lineup anywhere
1: else. Let me let me let me tell you something. I'm just going to bring this up. Um, so let's put it this way: they're going to have Fonzo Davies on the left hand side, left back, and then they're going to have Sergino Dess on the right back. Basically, both of them are. I consider them to be the best uh north america like the concacaf uh wingbacks uh that we have right now in in this current uh, concacaf leagues you know like in the concacaf teams so that's you fair. got canadians best uh left back and then you got basically the starting uh, us right back that's fair. In the same team so i think and then the thing is that's basically saying a big fuck you to Barcelona if they go ahead and get him, they develop him, they use him, and especially if they use him in the Champions League and they go again, Bayern versus Barcelona. And it's and then if, if, if he ends up destroying Barcelona, like just how Davies was, it's just like literally a big fuck you. So I don't... I, I, I understand the want for the money and you're putting him out, like you said, the scapegoat, La Carna, and if they end up selling it to him, I just, I, I'm telling you, it's going to backfire to Barcelona. As yeah. much as they're trying to rebuild right now, but it's going to backfire on hey, Barcelona. So,
0: for, all I got to say is Barcelona take the hand. Um, <laughs> and actually, going, going, to continue on. Barcelona's interested in Matias de Ligt. If Barcelona <sighs> gets this done, I'm just going to put it out there. If Barcelona gets this done, they're back in the top four.
1: Yeah. The, I mean, um, uh, Matias De Ligt. And then the thing is Juventus isn't even using him. That that also but what
0: what's the one thing that you... Well, I don't know if, I, if you said it but what's the one thing that I've said that Barcelona's back like <laughs> desperately needs?
1: Yeah, they need a defender. Like, I mean you got... you got
0: Pique. No, not, not, not just a defender, a leader. Yeah. Honestly, I do think that's true. The last time I checked, before he went to, to Juventus... Matuidi was the captain of Ajax at a very young age. Yeah, that's true. So, if Barcelona gets this deal done, you have the guy that's going to bring structure to the backline. The most pivotal part of the backline is having a definitive leader. And and at that point, it does. I mean, well, yeah, it kind of does matter who's his pairing. Whether you use Araujo or you use. Ike, or what's the other one with the, with the long hair?
1: Um, with the long hair? Yeah. Oh, um, um, Ming- Minguesa. I think it's like yeah, I mean, the, same. the Yeah. So, Minguesa. depending
0: on who you choose to pair uh, Matias de Liquid, that's going to help that backline. I mean, preferably yeah. maybe Arajo because Arajo looks Arrajo. very promising.
1: That, that is, um, that is, no, Arajo is, is he's, he's a beast. Like, that's the thing. He needs the help. He needs the leadership. I, I really hate to say it, but BQ already done. Like
0: no, no, I agree. So if they get this move done, Barcelona, Barcelona may not win La Liga this season, but they'll at least be back in the Champions League spot.
1: They'll, 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 be going up. Yeah.
0: So that's mark my words on that one. Um, Roma wants maitland Niles on loan. Um, if 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 Arsenal lets him go, please bring in somebody. <laughs> Just bring somebody at this point. Uh, Manchester United are interested in Tyler Adams as a right back. I hate this move. <laughs> I hate this move. not because he's going to Manchester United. If he goes to play Manchester United as a as a defensive midfielder, I'm fine with it. <laughs> but to have this man play right back is a a mere slap he's, in the face to Tyler Adams.
1: He, he's he's a speedy guy, but I yeah he's I, I I I see him more as a as a midfielder. I don't see him as as the a man is back. a
0: six. Put him in the six. Yep. So. Please, Manchester United, do not do that. This is the one time I'll go, I'll go against Ragnick. This is, no, just no. Get Tyler Adams. I'm not saying don't get Tyler Adams, but play him in his position. Just play him in his position. It's all mask. It's all mask. Uh, continuing on, Arsenal's interested in Matthias Svanberg of Bologna. Um, Tottenham and PSG are interested in Frank Kessier, um, who looks really good in the, in the midfield. I mean PSG and Tottenham could use some some improvements in the midfield. So pretty straightforward. Um Tottenham's interested in Weston McKennie, do not touch him. I don't want to hate <laughs> I don't want to hate Weston McKennie. I really don't. <laughs> Please don't Tottenham. It's it, I, I I know we I've said something. <sighs> I know I've said a lot of mean things to you guys. How you guys suck and you guys don't have a trophy. They, they, they a heard, trophy heard they heard the
1: podcast and they heard how how Mbappe, you know what, how Mbappe how Mbappe him roasted, roasted you guys.
0: Um, I know I've said some things, and and, and I'm not really gonna apologize for that because I really don't. i don't really want to apologize to Tottenham because you guys suck. But just, just just don't take Weston McKinney. Just just don't, please, <laughs> please. It's gonna hurt me. It's really <laughs> gonna hurt me if Weston McKinney goes to Tottenham. I'm not gonna be happy. You're gonna have, all the all the sad, all the whatever the the freaking Coldplay music in the background is gonna happen. Just please, please don't, please, like, just don't take Weston McKinney. Like, let him play in Juve. Give him in Juve. Juve, don't, don't accept the move. <laughs> FIFA, <laughs> find a way, find a way, FIFA. Just, just find a way to make that, not make that move happen. Please. Anyways, <laughs> continuing on. Leeds United, AC Milan, and RB Leipzig are interested in another American, Brendan Aronson. <laughs> okay, you're yeah, speechless and, and in shock. But what can you
1: Um Arsenal no, I'm more, are f- I'm more, more like sucking on a, on a on a cough drop, and yeah, I don't. Okay, <clears throat> sorry.
0: All right, Arsenal are favored to get Dusan Vlahovic, which I believe the other team that they're competing against is Juventus. So suck it. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Leeds United's Ralphina is near a move to Bayern Munich. Yep. So, both Rafinas were featured in this episode. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne is considering a move to Toronto FC.
1: Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's time for him to go to the MLS?
0: I think he can still play right now, but I mean, Honestly, I that's think gonna too, be great but... for the that's gonna be great for the MLS because then they not they're not getting somebody past their prime.
1: True, true, and, and I mean, I, I guess you could say, like, to be fair, like he's not one of those players like Ronaldo and Messi. Um, you know, even back in their prime, um, it's it's more of like. He's kind of like he's like a really good player. He's just overlooked so so many times. So it might be good for him to go to MLS. And I mean, dude, he's gonna he's gonna shoot it out. Like, I, I that's think a big gonna... it's a
0: big improvement for Toronto. Yeah, if they can get yeah. him. Mm-hmm. All right, but continue on. Luke De Young could be going on loan to Cadiz from his loan at Barcelona.
1: Yeah, you read oh, that right? Man. Yeah, um... y- y- y-
0: y'all read that right. So my, my, if you guys my. want to understand, Sevilla accepted a loan offer from Barcelona to get Luke de Jong. Luke de Young has barely played for Barcelona. Yeah. And I, I feel like everybody just doesn't want, want him in Barcelona. But apparently, I guess I guess Barcelona was trying to end the loan because it just was wasn't it was pointless. But Sevilla still doesn't want him. So they're gonna go on, go on. during his loan spell, he will be going on loan to Cadiz. So, this is like the inception of loans. Loanception over here. But yeah, so that's okay. going on. All right, continue on. Newcastle United is interested in Samuel Umtiti.
1: Uh,
0: so, I, I, I guess apparently Newcastle guess dealer, United is about to yeah. pay off the debt.
1: Pretty much. But like we'll give you a hundred, hundred. Like they'll be like, oh, we'll give you seventy-five million. Three hundred
0: billion?
1: Is that is that what much? Yeah, you're, which, oh, here you go. Three hundred billion? Ah, that's some change. Yeah. Oh, here you go, bro. <laughs> next, you know, it's like next, you know, like the owners of Newcastle. Next, you know, they say, okay, so says so we, we can't actually fund the money. They go ahead and buy out a bank and actually <laughs> they end up depositing their money in that bank then so they use that bank as collateral kind of deal. You know what I mean? Jesus like, Christ! I mean, I'm just saying. Now now we're talking
0: about we went from loanception to now incomeception. uh,
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: All right, Manchester United is interested in Emmy Martinez. Look, Uh, Manchester United. I know I've said some things. (laughs) 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 Please don't take (laughs) Emmy. I mean, I know he's he's talked a lot of shit about Arsenal, but even then. <laughs> like he's 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 a, he's a legend in my eyes. Okay, you're probably gonna take him, but you're probably not gonna play him. <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't know. I think he might he might get some play time over Dean Henderson. Could maybe. I mean, were we talking over De about Dean Henderson? I mean, the one we're we talking about, Dean Henderson, actually going uh, to Ajax. You know, it could <laughs> happen. Maybe
0: it's a possibility. Anyways, oh,
1: they're they're probably preparing, you know, for certain. Well, for De to have another bad error, possibly, possibly, maybe I don't
0: know. Jesus Christ! Um, Real offer Hazard for Reece James. I think that's a fair trade.
1: I think it's a very <laughs> he just, fair trade. You just, he just want Hazard out
0: of there. Oh, Reece James, a a a nice uh, oh, wait wait wait. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I gotta play this down. Reece James is like a very okay right back. I mean, he's going to be behind Carvajal for a while. I mean, Hazard barely plays anyways. So, I mean, Bro, I mean this, is a, God, this like, is a very
1: good you, move. You, you, you literally just, you literally, like, you could tell the excitement in his voice of the very first two words. You said, Reece James, a oh, really great, wait, and you're like, scratch that. Uh, 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 and you try to tone it down. Yeah, you're not fooling anybody's buddy.
0: Yeah, I really want Reece James. I think he'd be <laughs> an amazing replacement for Danny Carvajal. There you go. I, I, now you're speaking the truth. So, so yeah, just take the, take the deal. Chelsea, listen, listen, listen. I know I've said some things to you guys.
1: <laughs> How many teams are you going to be apologizing to today? Well, I, mean, I need them like, to, to like, accept like, this deal because this you, is a doing, swindle. Are you, doing, are you are you doing? Are you doing? us uh, swindle this dude here. Oh this yeah, a, yeah, a swindle to fleecing Chelsea, them. Chelsea, Chelsea. If you you get Chelsea, if you if you accept a for Reese
0: James, you're getting fleeced.
1: Like. Chelsea, look. Who, who wins, that wins that trade? Great.
0: Who wins that trade? You tell me. Who wins that Real trade? Real
1: Madrid. Clearly. That's what I'm saying. Clearly, Chelsea gets fleeced over here. Exactly. But look, listen, Chelsea. Don't listen to this man right here. He's. I think what he's doing is he's trying to apologize before the New Year's done. He's doing the whole New Year, New Me kind of deal. He's apologizing to all the teams that
0: are going to take me, I didn't apologize to Tottenham. You I'm did? You I
1: did, did not
0: apologize. I said I wasn't going to apologize for the things I said.
1: I just you said, anyway, please. We were like, look, Exactly. Okay. He's been very working on his mannerisms right now. Um, he's trying to do the whole new year, new me kind of thing. And, um, you know, he's just trying to make sure that he gets his way. And whenever he gets his way, he'll be like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. And then, you know, this, then it's going to kind of backfire in your face. Just, just, just 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 take the deal, Chelsea. You're, you're going to, you're going to bring back your goat,
0: you know, Ian Hazard. You're going to bring back your club legend. And, and and all you had to sacrifice was Reese James being separated from his sister. I think it's a fair uh, deal. I think it's a very fair deal.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a fair deal. Oh, it's a fair deal to me. Yeah, uh, I know. Oh, there you go. There you go. He's showing his true colors right there.
0: Jesus Christ. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Ricardo Pepe is set to join Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg, please do not ruin Ricardo Pepe. That's all I ask. That's all I ask from you guys. <laughs> just don't, play the man. Just play the young player. Let him do his thing. And maybe you guys salvage your season. Sounds like a fair trade to me if you ask me. But just don't ruin his career.
1: The U.S. needs him. <laughs> I mean, really, do. <laughs> like, Fire <honestly. laughs> um, Munich.
0: Don't kill him. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh And then, wrap things up. Ralph Betsy's is close to a $10 million signing of Daniel Ceballos. Take him. Just take
1: him. take him. Just take him. Just, I even, <laughs> just, take him. I just go. Let him go. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Just, so,
0: just take him. Just, it's okay. I won't, I won't lose sleep on this. I'm
1: <laughs> doing this dude here. Yeah, you can tell him. You can tell what, what players he wants.
0: I mean, Danny Zimbabwe is going to play. it <laughs> <He> really isn't. Well, <laughs> anyways, now going on to the headlines. So that was Transfer Watch. Um, we'll go ahead and get going with headlines. So Jack Grealish and Phil Fawn were left off of Manchester City's starting lineup. They were actually on the bench. And they did not play in their game against Newcastle United, which was a, was a shellacking. Um oof. But both of them did not play in this game at all. Some people were just like, oh, maybe it's because it's Newcastle United. You know, why would you put out your two, two of your top players? Well, one you spent a, a crap load of money on, and the other one is a very promising player, not only for the club, but for the country of England. They're like, oh, we, don't, we don't need them to be out there against Newcastle United. Uh, but turns out they were out of the lineup because of disciplinary reasons, mainly because they both broke COVID
1: protocols. Yeah, and we know how strict Manchester United is actually with those Manchester cities or Manchester City. Sorry, 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 sorry. But more specifically,
0: we know how strict Pep Guardiola is. Oh yeah, which is obviously, if you guys don't know, when Barcelona when he took over, he set it placed rules that the team must apply to in order to be part of his of his club. Um, obviously, if you were if you were Ronaldinho, that was basically the kiss of death. But going into Man City. Um, I, I'll just say this: if you if you choose to break the rules, maybe don't take pictures. Oh, yeah. Or better yet, maybe you don't post those pictures. Because that's what happened, basically, with Jack Reilly and Phil Foden, because um, they both they were caught on, on camera being out and about, um, and that is what caused. And, and you know, it's already worse enough that these two have like not necessarily crazy anything. They did they haven't done anything crazy. I mean, Phil Foden and, and, and you know, Mason Greenwood had their, their little slaying into people's DMs trying to get them to come over and stuff. But, uh, and then Jack Grealish, well, let's just say Jack Grealish is clearly going to be invited to the cookout at Spencer's <laughs> house.
1: Um, wow. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say to that one. Let's just say these guys are pretty
0: good at getting caught <laughs> in... Uh, Not doing anything. Well, I mean, well, what Phil Foden was going to do was pretty bad, but as I, you know, obviously on the, on the more, on the moral spectrum of, you know, when he's married, but you know, both these guys have been caught for like some off the field issues. Um, maybe if your jack really is not really an issue, just that maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should be careful who takes pictures. Um, moral of the story, just be careful who takes pictures. This is what I'm saying. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to do something, that you probably don't want to be caught on camera. Get the cameras off. Like, no no phones or something like that. Pretty
1: much. Because honestly, that does at this point, you're basically waiting to get caught. You're literally just being like, okay, you know, let's just go ahead and get caught. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. No.
0: Yeah. And once again, for Phil Foden, I mean, uh, you're kinda already right. well, no, I think I think you definitely he's redeemed not, yourself. You definitely he's redeemed the, yourself after the whole
1: He's not in the doghouse, but at the same time it just doesn't look good on him um doing it again. Especially being at such a young age and um you know, being being the kind of caliber player that he is and he does have a lot of uh younger fans. Now we don't know what he was doing, you know what I mean? Like he, for all we know, he's just broke protocol just to go uh, with the guys, you know, just for, just to hang out. It's not anything crazy, like what happened with the England team. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, just breaking the protocol itself is, is very, very, um, it's frowned upon. It's it's in a bad way. And especially, especially
0: if there's one doghouse you don't want to be in is, is Pep Guardiola's doghouse. Oh no,
1: you do not want to be there. Oh no. He will try to get rid of you ASAP. Remember, Ronaldinho, guess The the the, play, the that dude got Player of the Year. He was he he loved to play the way he did, and he he had he had that that passionate that that love for the game that was just you know amazing. Like the you, you know it, it, it opened up a whole new new doors of what type of players were coming out, and you know Giorgio bonito started becoming a big thing, and but yet. Pep was like, yeah, I don't know. You're being a bad role model for these players. I'm just going to, you know, get rid of you. So it's like, you know, he was one of those coaches that you do not want to get in a bad mood.
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, um, I think that really, I think they've dealt with their punishment. I'm sure they'll be back for the, for the Arsenal game. Thank God. Jesus.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, could you, could you guys go out one more time? Like, you should just... <laughs> No, you said
1: thank God and you're like, Wait, actually, no, can you go back?
0: <laughs> I think I wasn't trying to say thank God. I was just like, Good God. I think that's what I was trying oh. to say. But you know what? Just just go go out again. You know, take plenty of pictures, you know. Just make sure put it on the gram take and everything. Plenty
1: of pictures. This dude here. If anything, they're gonna be taking pictures like inside the stadium. Hey, just relax it here before a game inside the stadium. Like you know, that 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 would kinda Ruffle your feathers
0: a bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would suck because obviously, like, last thing I need is these two playing against Arsenal. Though Arsenal is, com- is completely different from the first time they faced off against. So, um, I like our odds a little bit better than than the sure. first time around, but that's not necessarily saying much. Um, because remember, uh, Manchester United Liverpool still happened, and that was still pretty comp. I still felt good about those guys. Um, uh, so yeah, there is that. So, um, uh, you know, Kind of, it, there's not much going on. Obviously, the only thing that was being played was in, was the Premier League. So clearly, not much news was going to happen this past week. But that did happen. And I thought it was kind of funny that it just happens to be two guys that have instances of getting caught of doing something. That's all. Yeah, I guess. that's all I gotta say. Um, but yeah, see with the last headline, there's only two headlines this week. Like, like I said, very slow news day, unless it's transfer watch. <laughs> Apparently, that that wasn't slow. That. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Inter Milan is under investigation so they're being investigated for financial irregularities um, which took in place between 2017 and 2019 um, so that is what they're being investigated those years are the ones that they're primarily being investigated on it's pretty similar to when Juventus got investigated for a similar thing I don't think anything came from it so you could probably say that Inter Milan is probably going to be safe but just to highlight some of, some of the players that came out of that those those years, Lukaku, Christian Eriksen, yeah. Barella, mm-hmm. uh, Nang- Nangolan, and Lautaro Martinez. Yeah, this is a pretty big, <laughs> big names yeah. right there. Um, weirdly enough, Christian Eriksen actually just got let go, so he can actually he's also, he's currently a, can go to any club that he wants to. Right, right. They, they want to have obviously because there's concern, obviously because mm-hmm. he has that he has, he has that uh, condition. Well, they implanted uh, a defibrillator in him. Mm.
1: So,
0: but uh, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I feel like they're going to be fine. I don't think anything crazy. I don't think they're going to be like having to pay up. If anything, they might have to pay a fine. If anything else, I don't think that they're going to really be punished for anything. Um, did they spend? Of course. I mean, and also, do they have a massive debt? Of course they do. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens um, with Inter Milan. I don't think anything's really going to come up, much of it. I really don't think so, especially because I mean, they're a big club.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, yeah. So that is
0: transfer watching headlines. Um, we'll go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with our our uh, recaps of the first half of this season. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it?
1: Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Instagram FC and the Unhinged Sports Network.
0: Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right. So, like we said earlier, no, no games to recap, no players of the week. We're going to go right into looking at the league tables of across the Power 5 leagues, um, which obviously, if you guys don't know, how, what we deem the power five are Ligue 1, Serie A, Bundesliga, La Liga, and English Premier League. not necessarily in that order. Um, but, I mean,
1: Edward, do you feel like those are the power five leagues? Um, you know what? <clears throat> You know what? I think it's what it is with, um, I guess with League Un. I want to say just because it's PSG, you know, like I think that's really the one team that, that they're always going to have that's like the powerhouse team.
0: Oh, I totally um, get that, man. Because I mean, I honestly can the, the, the fifth spot could literally go to League Un or even could go to like Portugal. So that's
1: exactly what I was thinking, like Benefica or Porto. um you know, I, I was even thinking about that. Like I was like, man, I was like, if anything they have more teams and they do have a powerhouse team as well. Um, it's just they're not very known because they don't have those names, you know. If anything, um like Porto and and, and, and Sporting and Lisbon, Benefica, like those those teams, they have um players that I, I guess you could say they're the they're farmer teams, you know, like they, they bring out Really good talent. They bring in good talent. Um, I mean, you can say it's definitely
0: exactly the same thing for for Ligon. No, so, yeah, Portal jerseys are have been freaking fire recently. If if somehow the Houston Falcons or Los Azules FC, whatever, whatever happens, I, I actually to it,
1: like that blue. I would, I would like I
0: definitely love the idea of wearing those blue jerseys. But anyways, yeah. all right, so we're gonna look at Ligon first. Um, all right, in the Champions League spot, we're not actually gonna look at the whole table, but. Um. This, so you get a good idea how how we're doing it. in the Champions League spots. In first place, we have PSG. In second, we have Nice, and in third will be Marseille. But with an asterisk on them because they will be playing in a playoff qualifier in order to qualify for Champions League. Um, how do you feel about the top three, Edward? Honestly,
1: those are some pretty good teams. For for to be honest, for Nietzsche, um, got to say right, Nietzsche? Nietzsche and just, mm-hmm. Um that was to me. That was like kind of a surprise. Um, I guess you you could say I I was more expecting like it's kind of funny
0: how like in second and third is the two teams that started this whole fans you know acting
1: up exactly and then and then you know my thing is it, it, oof, imagine what's gonna happen the Champions League <laughs> oh
0: yeah we're gonna start I mean so uh, update. Update on uh, on Paris FC and and Lyon both have been eliminated from the Coupe de France and uh I believe they're gonna do some fan banning so I think they're gonna do matches where the fans are actually banned from games so so quick update on that but anyways yeah I, I think PSG I mean it's pretty straightforward we all expected that uh, Nice I think is a team that maybe not uh, you don't really follow so you really know Martial everyone's like oh I know who Martial is so. Beniz, I mean, aside from them having uh, Dante um, from, you know, former Bayern Munich player, um, you, you wouldn't really know much about that club to begin with. But yeah, um, going into the Europa League spot at fourth, we had Renes, um, who looked, who's actually been very surprising this, this season, has looked really well. Um, I think a team to keep an eye on uh, for sure. But yeah, um, in the Conference League, in fifth place, we have Montpierre. So they'll be most, uh, They're right now holding that spot to be in the conference league. Um, And then in the relegation zone, in 18th, you have Mets, who is, there's an asterisk on them because obviously the 18th place spot will play in a play in game with the third place team in the lower division. So they will be in a game, in a chance that they can still be in the, uh, in Ligue 1. So, so that is there for that. 19th place, you have Lorient. And in 20th, you have St. Etienne. So that is League Um, Anything that has surprised you from League One in general, Edward? Like, is there a team that you're kind of surprised that they're not? We we didn't name. Uh, maybe uh, not in the relegation zone, but maybe like I in mean, one of those competition
1: positions. Well, I mean, to be honest, I, I like I said, I was surprised with, with with these, but I was thinking like Olympic Lyon was going to be in there, but maybe that's how big of a factor Memphis Depay was. You
0: could definitely say that for sure. Um, but I think the other side, I mean, Lil, you know, they literally won the championship last season and we didn't even list them on, on this. Last year, they they were on fire. They looked like they, they stayed on point throughout the season. And it just maybe the fact that they, you, you did lose your manager, um, a lot of your players are going to be out the door come January. What, for what it seems like with all the rumors coming in from, from Lil players. So uh, I wonder what's going to happen with Lil. Is the, are they going to continue to go down or or are they going to find a way to get, get back up?
1: Um, Shit. Honestly, with them, I don't know, man. I can't. I, I don't know. So you see Leon on one side who lose
0: their star player in Memphis to, and captain as well. That's also another thing you should probably mention. And then Lil, you lose your manager. Your manager sure. goes elsewhere. So, you know, things do change in the season. But yeah, so that is what what the first half looks for league 1. In Serie A, in the Champions League spot, in first place, you have Inter Milan. Second, you have AC Milan. Third place, Napoli. And in fourth place, Atalanta. In fifth place for that Europa League spot, you have Juventus. In that sixth place spot for the Conference League, you have Roma. And in the relegation zone, you have 18th place, Genoa. 19th place, Cagliari, which now kind of makes sense That's why Diego Godín just to, just went ahead and dipped out. Um, and in 20th place, you have Southern, uh Salernitana, which is actually one of the newer teams that were promoted into uh, Serie A this season. Um, Edward, kind of going, kind of going, putting that back out there. Like, what's the team that kind of surprised you from this that we just listed, and then maybe a team that you're 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 surprised to not that you're surprised are either in a spot or are not even not even mentioned.
1: Um, Let's start off with who who we listed so far.
0: Anybody that like surprised you, or maybe that's where you expect them to be.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm really I'm looking at it. I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'll just start
0: this up. Yeah, I'm surprised Inter Milan's in first place. Well, I'm. I'm just gonna say that I, you lose and you lose Conte, you lose Lukaku. You you know you you lose a lot of players, um, and then you have this huge debt. So it looked like, ideally, what it was gonna happen for Inter Milan was that they were gonna have to be sellers, get rid of their players to just fix whatever financial debt that they have. But obviously, Lautaro Martinez claimed that he wanted to stay with Inter Milan. They went and got Filippo and Zaghi, which a lot of people weren't very confident in. And, well, they're in first place. I think that's more of a testament to the talent that they have had already, but, you know, clearly, like, a lot of people weren't expecting Zaghi to be as impactful as a manager, but he, I guess he just kind of continued what Conte was doing in, in in Inter Milan, and it's been working out for them.
1: Right. well, Honestly, I mean you already know that I I wish Juventus was a little bit higher up. If if anything, they would still be, you know, in Champions League position. Um, I, I guess I do think that Ronaldo leaving um, did affect them um, because he was basically like their goal scorer, their goal getter. Um, I just feel like. yeah, I honestly was surprised. Well, it's not in a bad place where they're like fifth place. It's not in a bad situation. It's just, I guess I was expecting a, a little bit more, you know? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Um, and like you, I was surprised Internet was actually first place. So, yeah. yeah
0: there's a, um, As far as any teams that I expected, Um, I feel... No, I feel like everybody that's in, in, the, in the spot, I think we're expected to be in maybe not in the spot. That I think Juventus, I feel like, will eventually get back up there. Um, I think they can turn around in the second half, depending on what they end up doing in the transfer window. Um, right. But uh, I mean, I think everybody is where they're supposed, in, in some way, are, are where they're supposed to be. I think Roma should be in a European competition spot, regardless if that is conference league. Um, um, I, I would, I would guess, I would say Inter Milan. I, I expected them to have a sort of, some sort of fallout, but clearly, I'm wrong on that one, and and they're they're in a good spot right now.
1: Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you on that one. Um, so, uh, on the on the, but I just do want to bring up like the relegation ones. I, I guess they're not big team names, so. Not full of surprise there. Um. Just you know, uh, I know, I know. You know, maybe I'm, I'm misspeaking here. Um, but I, I know. To me, these are not the big teams that you would usually see, like in first or second or third place, or even in the top. You know, in the top seven or eight. You know, they, you don't you don't really see these teams there. Um, but they they. I think they can actually make it up. I I think maybe I could be speaking out of my ass. You think they can, You think they they can all three of them could get out of the relegation zone? I think so. Like I, I actually do. All right, we'll see. They, they have a chance. They have a chance. We'll,
0: we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Cagliari just lost their captain and and star uh, defender, so uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, In the Bundesliga, in the Champions League spot, we have in first place Bayern Munich, second place Borussia Dortmund, in third place SC Freiburg, and in fourth place Bayer Leverkusen. In the Europa League spot, in fifth place, you have Hoffenheim, and in sixth place um, for the Conference League, you have Eintracht Frankfurt. And the teams in the relegation zone are in 16th place, VFP Stuttgart, who does have a play-in game with the third-place team of the second division. Um, In 17th place, you have Armenia, and in 18th place, is Grether Furth, who was the team that just got promoted this season is the team that has a... uh wow, how, how am I drawing up blank out this game? Julian Green. Julian Green does play in that yeah. team. Um last time they got this is their second appearance in, in the Bundesliga and their first appearance they got relegated immediately the next season. So it's kind of following history here, which looks likely. But um uh, anything that anything that uh, I guess you could say you you expect it to be any team that you expect them to be in the position that they're in right now? Um,
1: honestly, not really too much of a surprise. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. I think. I
0: think the teams that they're. I mean, SC Freiburg is probably the team that kind of surprised me because I wasn't. I didn't know. To I didn't. I, I mean, if you would have told me who would have been in first, second, and third, I would have. Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, and RB Leipzig. But obviously, RB Leipzig had the season, started their season really rough. Um, also, I do not see Borussia uh, Borussia watching Gladbach either. But I mean, the teams that we have that listed, they they've had some really good starts to the season. Um, I mean, Borussia Dortmund also had a rough a rough start, but I mean, you know, obviously found their groove and got back on track. But and also could also be the reason because of the fact that Erling Haaland was injured for a while, but. Yeah, I don't think I'm not really surprised by anything. If anything, my only surprise is RB Leipzig has been such a has been such a letdown this season.
1: Yeah, they really they really have been. Um, Do you do you think um, do you think do I mean I I know already I talked a lot about Tingle Warner. Do you think that was a missing factor? No,
0: no. Um okay. You got to remember they they lost Julian Nagelsmann which was their, That's
1: right. and also right. their
0: manager he goes to Bayern Munich because obviously Bayern Munich just takes everybody's best asset. <laughs> um so I think that was really what caused it um and then obviously just I guess Jesse Marsh just couldn't really connect with their with his team. That was also a, an issue that happened. Um they just they just didn't have they just didn't have it this year. I think Obviously, if Julian Nagelsmann was still managing RB Leipzig. Who's to say where RB Leipzig would have been? Um, and clearly Bayern Munich just continues to reform after literally having Hansi flick for a very, very brief period, but very effective period. Um, and then now obviously he's doing his thing with Germany. Um, and then they get Julian Nagelsmann because, well, that's the next best thing is to get Julian Nagelsmann. Um, but yeah, I think, I think RB Leipzig just, Kind of having a rough start to the season didn't help him. I don't think if T- I don't think Timo Werner was that big of a loss because I mean, with Julian Egglesman they had an amazing season, finishing second, and Timo Werner was not on the team, so I don't think Timo Werner is the reason for it.
1: True, true,
0: true. So I don't think that that I'm sure you're trying to find a way to spin zone that Timo Werner is an effective player, Edward, but I don't think this is the argument you can use. <laughs> so at least for this one, I'm sure we can find a way. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right, you're right. <laughs> we should have, had, we should have Kelsey on this, for this yeah. one, I yeah, feel like I he know. would have said something. He, I, he would have said something more constructive than me, i was just like, yeah, you're no, right. No, not, right. not for you, I think he would have been roasting you, <laughs> that was
0: what I was saying. Oh, yeah,
1: he would have, with the whole Timo <laughs> Warren thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially how many, goals, of, is, how many goals has Timo Warner made already? Oh,
0: what? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. How many goals has Timo first scored yet? <laughs> Anyways, all right. Segwaying into La Liga, which obviously that's league like me, Edward, and Spencer uh, prefer. Okay, don't quote me on that. Um, but <laughs> in the Champions League spot, in first place we have Real Madrid, in second we have Sevilla, third we have Real Betis, in fourth place we have Rayo Vallecano. In that 5th place uh, for the Europa League spot, you have Atletico Madrid. In the conference league spot, you have 16th place Real Sociedad. And in the relegation zone, you have in 18th place Alaves, 19 Cadiz, and in 20th, ironically enough, Levante. Then they're not going to be doing any any Levante. <laughs>
1: they will be doing the opposite of Levante.
0: So, so there is that. Um, uh, I guess to start things off with any any surprises for me, Uh I'm just going to flat out say, it. Raul Betis and Raul Vallecano did not expect them to be in the positions that they are in. Um Yeah, I would, I mean, I would expect it maybe Raul Vallecano to be in, in that conference league spot and then Raul Betis maybe in that Europa League spot. Uh But even then, I think obviously if Barcelona obviously would have had a better season, well, Raul Vallecano might have been the odd team out on this one. But no, I mean you know obviously Barcelona has started out the way that they started. I do think that Barcelona is going to be back in, in at least a European competition spot. Not going to say Champions League, but obviously if they, like I said earlier, if they were to get a Matias Delict, um, I think that Barcelona could really go back to the top four. But that's obviously pending if they're able to get Mat- Matias De Ligt or somebody that can instantly upgrade that back line.
1: Yes. I think so. I mean, you—you we already talked about it and um, I, I i fully agree with you. Um, you already know. I already feel like Pique could stay there. He'd be like un suplente. Um, but Matias could actually take over and he it would be a benefit to the back line. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. Um,
0: But aside from that, I think I think it's pretty straightforward. I know me and Edward when we started when we did our 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 our, I guess our our cover our previews for these for these leagues. Me and him both had Atletico Madrid to repeat mainly because we both felt the clubs didn't do as much as far as the transfers went. Um, Real Madrid really didn't do anything besides bringing in Kamavinga. So you know, obviously that's not a very significant transfer move. Uh, but, you know, clearly whatever Real Madrid is doing has, oh, and, and David Alaba. But clearly it's it, whatever they did worked for them. And, you know, Real Madrid has looked, has looked really good this season. Can they continue the form? Uh, I, I feel like knowing Real Madrid and knowing Real Madrid as a Real Madrid fan, I can honestly tell you, Real Madrid is going to hit a slump. Like that's going to happen with Real Madrid. I'm not saying they're going to go like on a 10 game losing streak, but they're going to, they're going to have an unfortunate loss. Then they're going to draw against a team that they sh- probably shouldn't draw with. Um, right. Which, I mean, I guess you could say happened recently because they drew with Cadiz. But I'm expecting like just a rough patch of games for Real Madrid, especially depending on how deep they go in the Champions League as well. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a, that's going to be a clear fact. See, see what happens with Real Madrid. But I think, don't be surprised if Atletico Madrid gets back into the top four. And don't be surprised if, Depending, obviously, depending what Barcelona does in the transfer in the January transfer window, don't be surprised if Barcelona gets back into a European competition
1: spot. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I muted myself there by <laughs> My accident. Technology. Uh, this new technology is killing me.
0: <laughs> I did not not forget it, just I forgot about it for a while
1: now. Yeah. They need technology.
0: But yeah, so, those are my thoughts on La
1: Liga. Or do, you, do you agree with me? Or? No, I agree with you. Uh, if anything, you're right about Real Madrid, but I don't think they're going to fall hard at all. I
0: don't think uh, they're going to fall hard. I just know they're going to hit a skid, which is going to kind yeah. of bring some drama back into this uh, into this race. So, so that that's my thoughts on that. Uh, for uh-huh. sure. And then going into the English Premier League, which I'm sure everybody has something to say. Um, we'll start off, obviously, we'll, like we got, we've been doing so far. In the Champions League spot, in first place, you have Manchester City. Second place, you have Liverpool. Ooh, shit. All right. Third place, you have Chelsea. In fourth place, you have Arsenal. Don't get too excited. And in, in the Europa League spot, yeah. In fifth place, you have Tottenham. Conference League is to be determined because there's some factors that go in for conference league qualification for English Premier League. In the relegation zones, you have in 18th place Burnley, 19th place Newcastle United, and in 20th place Norwich City. I'm just going to point it out, Edward. The surprise is Arsenal's in fourth place. Yeah. No,
1: uh,
0: I'm going to be straight up. But the reason why I said don't get it too excited is one, Arsenal has played more games than some of the teams that are below them, um, which Manchester United is one of those teams. So like I said, don't get too excited. Once these, once everybody's caught up in matches, I feel like we'll have a more exact idea of where Arsenal's going to fall in. I would like to see Arsenal finish in a European competition spot, not the conference league, but in a European competition spot. Um, I mean, they're, they're in the, I know they're in the semifinals for the Carabao cup, which is great. Um, but obviously now you're, you have to play against,
1: you have to play against Liverpool. Um, Gee, why are you so sighing so deeply, Hector?
0: No, 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 apparent reason. But anyways, uh, continuing on the, uh, the the, and this is not me bashing on Arsenal in any way. I just think realistically, it, it'll be one. I'll be excited if Arsenal gets back into Champions League. Um, but two, I, like I like I said, I saw the standings. I saw that Arsenal's played more matches than certain teams, so that kind of, that, that means like. Whoever catches up to them, depending on how they perform, once they caught up to them, could jump over them very easily. So that's why that's why I have my my hesitancy in seeing that. Yeah. So
1: um I mean <clears throat> Yeah, I mean um personally, yeah, I I could see Liverpool actually moving up. I mean, my uh, city's, city's on a roll. No, don't get me wrong. It's just, I think Liverpool actually, I think they can actually move up in position.
0: <laughs> okay. So, kind of looking at the table. So, Arsenal has 19 matches. Beneath them is Tottenham, who's who's only played 16 games. Um Not saying that Tottenham's going to jump over Arsenal, which that's not going to happen. Um at least I hope that doesn't happen. West Ham United has only played 18. Um, and then Manchester United has only played 17 matches. So like I said, like, I mean, let's say, you know, I'm not trying to be like the, 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 the pessimistic person or anything like that. But let's say if Manchester United ends up winning their next two matches, once they're evened out with Arsenal, they can easily be jumping over Arsenal. So that is only the point I was making. But, I mean, great one, I'm happy that Arsenal's in, in the top four, at least finishing the season in the top four spot. It's great to, it's a great feeling as an Arsenal fan because, you know, this is what you've been hoping for for a long time with Arsenal is getting back in, in, in a competitive, in a competitive sense, knowing that, you know, Arsenal has such standards because of their history. Uh, it's great to see that, but it's going to take time. So I'm not expecting them to instantly be like competitive enough. Like it's going to take a few years, especially with the young players. But Arsenal's at least at the, I, like they're in the right track. Like I, I know I've said some things about Mikel Arteta, but I've also been kind of It's kind of like impatient, but patient at the same time with Mikel Arteta. Like, I know he does some things good, but it's just at the end of it all, can the players like buy in on what he's doing? And, you know, can can he, he needs to prove the fans every single time he goes out on the pitch for the team, you know, making good roster decisions, making good player transactions to really make the fans believe that, believe in Mikel Arteta. It seems pretty clear that the players do believe in him, but obviously
1: the fans need to believe in him as well yeah you no, know, that's true um <laughs> so I mean we both i guess I guess you could say we both kind of like like Teta, at the same time like I still you know kind of hold a little bit against them because of the Ozil deal um but yeah I mean I, I think I think Arsenal could, could pull something through you can keep it up all right, and then also,
0: badly I, I see Newcastle United still in the relegation zone. Hopefully, that stays that way. Um, <laughs> I, see, I don't, I really don't want to be doing a Jersey giveaway.
1: So, well, uh, for, for 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 one, um, do you think that maybe they'll, they'll be able to? Like, uh, do you think that would be the better thing? Because think about it; they're just they just got out, they just got big money. Uh, they get relegated, so all their stuff basically will be like they can. Afford really good players, rebuild the team, and win the second division by a long shot using all these players that they're going to get, and then they're going to get back up against.
0: Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. I think that I mean I think that's what we said from the beginning. But yeah. um, I think for, for what's best for Newcastle, because you do want to at least build some chemistry with these guys. Because I mean, they're going to still go out, go after players. They're still going to go go after M T T. They're going to still go after Dembele. They're still going to go after Desco. Like, they're still going to make those moves. But I mean, at the same time, like these guys have to somehow work together and are, you know, that locker room is probably very depleted. Like as far as like mentally, like they're probably drained. Um, cause you know, you're damned if you do, damn, you're done with this club. Um, at least right now. And then obviously the pressure also comes in. You have this new ownership group. Like how, how safe is my job right now? You know, so there's so much going into play with these guys, but what would be best for Newcastle is to go get relegated. You're not going to get yourself a Pogba or maybe you could get a Pogba, but you, you know, you're not going to get yourself like these top players that do believe that they should be in the first, the first division, but you can get those guys that are pretty underrated, have quality, but still underrated, get you to win that championship and then move on to the Premier League and become a force to reckon with. They're in a very unique situation where the other teams that had like a new ownership group come in never had. And that is kind of. A chance to really reset your team and, and make sure that you come in right. So I think that Newcastle in 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 what's best for them is to get relegated. But obviously, if you're a Newcastle fan, you don't want to get relegated. So from an yeah. outsider perspective, it would be best to get relegated. But obviously, like if I were a Newcastle United fan, I would have I'd probably tell myself to fuck off because I wouldn't want to be relegated. I want to stay in the Premier League. You want to be in the prem, not in the championship.
1: True,
0: true. <clears throat> so there is that. All right, guys. So we that is uh, the, the first half. Look at all the tables. We'll definitely look over them at the end of the season, see where they all stand, have everybody have their gloating moment, you know, especially whoever wins the championships. But anyways, there's some games to come up this weekend, so we're going to go ahead and talk about it in La Liga and English Premier League. So in La Liga we have Atletico Madrid taking on Rayo Vallecano, which we just found out they're in fourth place. Oh. So we'll see how that matchup goes, and it's Falcow's return to Atletico. Or uh, wait, is this in Atletico? Let me see. El, el Metropolitano. Is that it? Yeah. But I'm not. I don't know if it's a home game for Atletico Madrid or if it's a. No, that's what I'm saying. Like if it's a
1: Wanda Metropolitano, I think that's gonna be. Uh...
0: I know, I know the name of the stadium. Yes, and okay. it is in fact, uh, it is in fact the return to to. Ale- to oh, sorry. excuse me, sorry. It is the return to Madrid for uh, Romeo Facal, who recently did play for them in Atletico Madrid. So his return. So there is that. Uh, Rao Betis versus Celta Vigo. I've we've said plenty times so that Vigo kind of tends to ruin people's seasons. Can they ruin Raul Betsy's season? Yeah. We'll see how that goes. In the English Premier League, we do have a singing bet in place as Arsenal gets their rematch against Manchester City. Um, that's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Phil Foden and Jack Grealish go me. ahead and tend to take some guys out. You know, break some COVID protocols and hopefully maybe give Arsenal a, a, a fighting chance. Um, because I am not very confident going into this game. (laughs) Oh, man. And the only reason why is because, once again, I know what Arsenal... Arsenal can compete with the teams that they need to compete with, but right now, they're still not ready for the Man season. Could they cause an upset? God, I hope so. But... (laughs) And it could happen. I mean, this team is different from the first time they faced off. This is a completely different Arsenal team versus who they played, you know, the second week of the season. It really is. So, I mean... I know this team can compete with Man City. The question would be can they can they get some goals in before Man City starts scoring some goals? That's the real question. That is honestly the question. Like how long can Aaron Ramsdale hold off uh Manchester City's attack uh just to give enough time for Smith Rowe and Saka and and Lacazette uh enough time to to put some goals behind the net of of Man City's, which has a really good defense as well. Like how can, how long can these guys hold off each other? That's going to be the real question for, for Arsenal in this game. Yeah. And then the other game, uh, which is going to be really good Chelsea versus Liverpool. Yeah,
1: that's going to be a good
0: game. So there is that. So those are games. So I games know, that know, we're highlighting
1: yeah, for. I know Chelsea's excited about that one, actually. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah. So those games are coming up this weekend. Uh, we know, just start the new year right. Um, so go keep an eye out for that. All right, Edward. It's finally here. Well, honestly, we started, we started doing these...
1: The
0: All right. Um, we've been doing these Player of the Weeks actually in 2020. But obviously, it was going to be weird to announce a Player of the Year when we've only had like a few months of episodes. So, you know, we decided to kind of roll over those votes in to 2021. So this is, this is who we ended up having. It was a stalemate between two of them amongst the the, the player of the week votes, mainly right. because Edward picked Robert Lewandowski and Erling Haaland a lot of times. <laughs> um, but it was great because we got to be able to interact with you guys and get your guys' thoughts on who we should pick for player of the year. And one Glad to everybody that have voted, not only on Instagram but also on Twitter. Um, the polls have been closed, so we do now have our official winner. But before we get going with that, Edward, I just want to, you know, share your thoughts on these two combatants that are going in for Player of the Year.
1: All
0: right. This is where you talk, Edward.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> jeez, I'm sorry. Um, running really stuff running in my mind right now. Um, so basically, with Erling Haaland and Robert Lewandowski was basically my 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 top two. You know, I uh, would always pick them. I mean, one obvious reason is, I mean, early halan Erling Haaland is just like a freaking machine. The cyborg that he was nicknamed, and those freaking intense goals that he would score. And he's even done assists, so it's not like just he's just a goal scoring machine. Like he would do assists. Um, he would do some smart plays. Um, you know, honestly, I think in the moments where he was injured, like those weeks that he was injured, I think I probably would have chosen him if he would have shown up. You know what I mean? Like and played and scored. Uh, maybe he could have. He could have been uh, uh, the you know the one with the most. Um, but then you also have Robert Lewandowski, same league, you know, Bayern. Um he's just a he's another form of a beast. He's another like different kind of beast. Like kind of like that that old shirt I had, you know, the it was like I think it was like the Jaguar versus the dragons, you know? It was like really old shirt and I had it like right there and they were going at each other, but it was like all the vibes, just like two tremendous um monsters uh just just going at it. Because they were, they're just so good, and is just like his goals are in, insane. Sometimes I'm just like, how did he score that? Like he just, he just go. He's like he's literally, he's a poacher, but he's also a creator, and he fin- he's a finisher. He's like literally the complete forward, and um, he he may not be as speedy as Halan, but he knows where to be and where to shoot when he needs to. So I mean, he's done passing as well. You know, he's, he's doing assists. Um, he, 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 he was injured for a little bit, but I don't think he was out for as long. Um, it's always been something minuscule. I like to think the reason why he doesn't really stay out for injury as long is because he also has, like, his wife, who's also a nutritionist, but also, like, she got her degree in, like, rehab and, you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, she's a Taekwondo uh, Olympic, um, I think, gold medalist for Poland, and um, yeah, trust me, I did my research. I was Hold like, Man, how's "Holy it? shit, this is impressive." Yeah, like, like I was like, "How the hell does this dude stay so fit, so on point all the time?" To be fair,
0: he has your body goals, so
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, I was trying to figure out what was what was the deal. Like, how is he? How is he basically staying with the eternal youth? And apparently. It is true what they say behind, you know, uh, behind a good man is a good woman. That woman was taking care of him all the time. That's basically his therapist. That's his rehab therapist. That's his um, everything, like nutritionist. So he literally doesn't have to really do much because she's already doing it for him because they do it together. So it's like perfect. But all in all, he's just, even when he comes out back injured, he ends up scoring. Of contributing to the team, to the team win. So it's like, you know, and honestly, I feel like he should have won de d'Or this year. Um, and if anything, last year. So Yeah, I
0: totally agree with that. But like, yeah, picking back off of what you're saying, man, Erling Haaland, just a, a phenomenal player, has a very bright future ahead of him. Um, definitely can't wait to what he's going to be doing Uh, For years to come, whether it's continuing with Borussia Dortmund, whether it's to play for Liverpool, whether it's Real Madrid or Barcelona or Bayern Munich or wherever the hell he ends up going. Um, He's going to be one that's going to be seen for years and years to come. He's kind of, from what it looks at right now, is going to be part of that future GOAT debate once Ronaldo and Messi hang it up. Um, But on the other side, you look at Robert Lewandowski, just a very consistent well-run athlete. Like, just uh, clearly did not know about his, you know, his wife, which apparently that is a big factor for him. Um, very helpful, by the way. Great, great, great to have a wife like that. One, what a team player. That, that's, yeah. that's a ride or die right there. Yep. So, exactly. But, you know, just everything that he does, like, he he is just the goal, he's a goal, sc- you're talking about Erling Haaland, the goal-scoring machine. Well, that's what Robert Lewandowski is as well. These guys, are kind of just if in some weird way, this could be like Erling Haaland is a young Robert Lewandowski and kind of weirdly enough, playing for Boris Dorman, which is where Robert Lewandowski played before he goes and went to Bayern Munich. But, yeah, like Robert Lewandowski, he encompasses like what you want in a striker. Just knows where he needs to be to score the goals, but not only that, but he knows what the job of a striker is like. If you really want to know what a number nine is supposed to look like, that's Robert Lewandowski. He he is the perfect example of what a number nine is supposed to look and play. Um, and I mean that comes from years of just playing, and you know where he's at in his age, and still looks like he can still play for another ten years. Um, it's just a testament of how great this guy is. But at the other side, you have Erling Haaland who just just has it like he doesn't have a at least i don't think he has a wife that's a nutritionist or if she does as a an amazing student if she was able to get her degree quicker than, than than the average person can but um but even then like the kid just has it he's part of a great development over in Borussia Dormant just his journey overall just from you know from the first club he started with to going to play for RB Salzburg and now with Borussia Dormant and, and continued his form everywhere he went. Um, he's going to be a bright part of the future for for the game. Um, and you know who knows maybe he can even surpass Robert Lewandowski. Um, but yeah, no, these two players have been amazing. There's a reason why they they've gotten votes for Player of the Week. Even I've given I've given a vote I think for each one. Can't really promise that. I think I would just kind of hoard them out. But yeah. but yeah, these are the two guys that we have. Going at it for player of the week, it, player of the year. You know, so so many great things to say about them, um, and yeah, it's just just pretty straightforward. That's like it's it, these two have clearly deserved to be part of, uh, to be at this part. And and once again, thank you for everyone that has voted. Um, but I guess we can't we can't hold it off any longer. But I will say the award, Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. You know, Roosevelt Spencer, reason why we named this award after him is because Edward, it, it, well, Edward, let's just be honest. Spencer busts his ass off for us. Every, he is our player of the week every single week. It's just that, obviously, we got to pick a soccer player. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> we, we can't give it to you, Spencer. But we can name the award after you because of just how hard you work for us. And, and it makes sense to, to name the award after you because of that. Um, and hopefully it will, it, it, it'll mean something to you, the fact that we named the award after you. But, uh, but yeah, like I guess... Well, first of all, like, explain what, what qualities of Roosevelt Spencer
1: means for, for Player of the Year. I mean, he... To me, honestly, like, we named it the Roosevelt Spencer Award because he's... Excuse me, he's, he's a hard-working dude. And honestly, if we could give it out, you know, for... Beats, you know, we would do it. You know, he would get the whole like we try to make like a Dundee, Dundee for him. (laughs) Um, But you know, we like you said, we have to give it to a soccer player. Um, So yeah, but thank you, Spence, for everything. You know, you're always you know on the top of our list, and uh, you know, we appreciate everything, everything that you do for us and for all the beats, all the sounds, everything, for, for checking our audio and everything, bro. So, if Hector, if you wouldn't mind taking the lead on this one. So, I think
0: it's not fitting for me to announce who the Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year award recipient is. And I think I know exactly who should announce the award. So, without further ado, we'll go ahead and let our very own Roosevelt Spencer... Announcing the award winner. Yo! The Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year Award is easy to pronounce but not obtain. Some say records mark your place in history, and others seek to break them, joining the ranks of greatness.
1: However,
0: a sense of humor is
1: kind of needed to power through tough times. Levangolski? What is that? You know, Robert Levangolski. <laughs> okay. Good God. It's sooner to break a 50-year-old record than tell a joke, and people get it.
0: All within the same earshot, you hear people talk about how polished this game is, while journalists and fans alike say he's ruthless,
1: relentless.
0: The Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year Award is presented to Robert... Rob, Robert...
1: Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Victor, are you listening to music
0: no i am not listening to music i'm listening to my audiobook on audible
1: what's audible audible
0: allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience
1: what if I'm not sure about Audible?
0: Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm
1: going to start my free trial right now.
0: And congratulations to Robert Lewandowski for winning the 2021
1: Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Congrats, R9, and in parentheses, RL9, just so we don't get confused with Ronaldo. Fat one. Ronaldo. Yeah. I, I, phenomenal Ronaldo. I don't call him fat Ronaldo. I
0: call him phenomenal. I feel good knowing that he's fat like I am. Well, he's actually not fat anymore. He lost weight. But, um, yeah. which, okay. Anyways, so congratulations <laughs> to Robert Lewandowski. It, it had to be you, it could only be you. You know, if, if we had a cake with your face, it would, it would say it could only be you. So, uh, props to Spencer for the announcement. Thank you, Spencer, for, for taking your time and, and announcing that. So thank you for that. Anyways, yeah. so three up, three down. And obviously it is the year 2021. Crazy to think that this year has gone by. Um, I guess depending on how good your year was, it could have been, it could have gone by quickly or if it's like it probably went very slow. Um, won't tell you. Where 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 I stand, but um, a lot has happened, Edward, in this year. Um, yeah. It's crazy to think that, like, when we look back at it, it felt like it was years ago. But it it really happened this year. Um, so that's what that's what our topic is going to be twenty twenty one. It doesn't have to be personal. It could be just things that happened in the year twenty twenty one. So we'll kick things off with Spencer, like we always do, and we'll start off with three down. And at number three, he has Texas power grid failure yeah that was uh,
1: bad
0: that was really bad, yeah it was really bad, but it was also kind of funny at the same time,
1: yeah I mean and I th- think that was I think the that Ted Cruz memes episode.
0: that came out of it you know well, no, where, but- where they caught him with the luggage and they were just like photoshopping him in random places, so i mean that that was pretty funny, but yeah no yeah you know shitty human being for doing that, but and then <laughs> look, it's okay that you show well it's one thing to go to Mexico and just choose to go to Mexico. It's a whole other thing where you choose to throw your kids on the bus.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you know, come true. on. I, I'm sure Ever would never use his kids, you know, like true.
1: that. No, I wouldn't. Um, to get out of something, I, maybe he'll get, I, use I, his kids. I, I, I do. I mean, you know, I'm not, not trying to say that I do on unreal, but I mean, there's a couple of times where I want to play online, on PlayStation, but trying to get them to go to sleep, it's, it's very tiring on its own, so I can't really even play online most of the time that I have them. So I. Just but I mean, like, if you're out. put
0: in a situation where you didn't want to go do something, like, oh, no, oh, I can't. I I'm, pretty
1: sure, I'm pretty sure I can do that, too. So, uh, I mean, I've done, I've done it, where, but it's because I couldn't actually go because they were being really fussy. I had to take a good nap, and so, yeah.
0: Very true. So, at number two, Spencer has Israel-Palestine crisis. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's been an ongoing thing for years, but it definitely escalated in 2021. Um, so. No, that's a that's, yeah, uh, yeah that's a good one. Uh, yeah, that sucked. And, and number one, uh, the pandemic is still going. Yeah, we still got COVID. You know, people still don't want to, people still don't want to look. Do I care if you get the vaccine? No. If you wanna get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't wanna get the vaccine,
1: at least cover your face. Like Yeah, true. Like okay, so I have the vaccine, but I'm sick. Like I, I just literally have just a cough and just congestion. But I wear my mask everywhere. It doesn't matter where I am. Not even just to to block myself, like let's say from COVID, but it's more of like I don't want to spread this. This is just a regular cough and cold kind of deal. But because I I, I think of others, I I don't want to be a dick and be like, I'm coughing and sneezing and stuff. Not that people are going to think it's COVID or anything like that. I really don't care. I got my shots, I got my stuff. But, you know, it's just, that's just my mentality. I try to look out for everybody else. Um, I try to stay away from people.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, once again, if you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. But at least, dude, just take the proper precautions that, You know, it's not because I get it that you don't want to do it, but it's just, you know, for, for everybody else's sake, just, just so everybody else feels good. Like you can sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. You can, it's an affordable sacrifice. Is the mask uncomfortable? Honestly, at some point, once you get used to it, you forget you even have the mask on. So that's how, that's how I am at this point now. So, and and I'm vaccinated and I still put the mask on and everything. I'm actually about to go get a booster. Uh, So, I mean.
1: Nice. So yeah, there's that.
0: Um, and then, so yeah, that's Spencer's uh, three down. Uh, Edward, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, I can go. I can go first. All right. All right. So my number three for this year, it's like, um, my number three was um, basically, you know, the pandemic still going on. Like, you know, I, okay. So I started the year being sick, being with COVID. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys remember that. Um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't go out. My body was aching, so I started with COVID. So that that should kill me. That shit was ridiculous. Um, I lost weight, and I already am skinny as it is. And then for me to lose all the weight that I gained as muscle in two weeks, I lost everything. I basically became like a shriveled prune. Uh, it took me a while before I gained strength, Did anything at all, um, lung capacity. Thank God, though I'm still here. You know, I, I've grown. Um, time now, I played like, like I told Hector. Like I played three to four games a day, a night sometimes. Um, uh, so you know, I, I managed to bounce back up. But I'm, I'm telling you guys, that was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Anybody, I didn't like. I wouldn't wish that at all. I have anything, that's why I'm saying like just just wear your mask wherever you go. So that's it. Um. Like I just said, you could get the vaccine. You don't have to. Just wear your mask. Think of others. You know. Yes, I understand. Free country, all that. You know, we have a right. I understand that. Like I said, I think of others. And if you don't wear your mask, you know, at least I know that I'm not the one that's going to get you sick. That's on you. Um, number two. Uh, so the worst thing is uh, the bad thing. You know, for this year was. Uh, um, I guess number two. Uh, because I already have my number one. My number two, I guess... um, Oh, well... No, that's actually a pretty good thing. Okay, so... My number two was... uh, I guess... Yeah, just... um, I guess... uh, I'll just go with something that happened recently, I guess... uh, (laughs) the whole front bumper of my car fell off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that... uh, Basically, let's put it this way, car trouble. Because if one car was not working, then I have to use the other one, and the other one wasn't working. Let's let's just say Edward
0: Edward has two... uh, Two old cars. Two metal death traps.
1: Yeah. Well, one's not that bad. It's just... The other one that's really, that's the screen metal. The maximum is the screen metal death trap. The Honda, you know, just a little cosmetic here and there. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So, but then. either having cosmetic
0: issues (sighs) or driving a screen metal death trap.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So, but thankfully it's fixed. It's done. Um, You just got to take care of some things here and there. Um, You know, um, and then my number one, um, my mom was in the hospital about Two to three times this year, maybe a week in each time, a week, two weeks in each time. Um, so that was my, not worst one. So you know, luckily, you know, she's still around. Um, she's still puttering. I can be like, like doing. She, she's still puttering around Argentina. No, she's still puttering around here in the house. Um, you know, it's just, uh, just. Thank God she's still here. Just you know, we still have our pictures and stuff that. Um, with her health, but you know, thankfully, we're trying to work it out, and hopefully, twenty twenty two will be a better year for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, what's your down?
0: Uh, my three down is well, uh, the Texas snow out. So the the power, the Texas power grid. Um, oh. Yeah, it was definitely not, and it was at like early in the year too. So it, it, you know, it was like yeah, well, I think it was around February. Yeah, uh, it was February. So it was, it, that was just a, a really rough two weeks. Was it two weeks, three weeks? It was a while. It, it felt like a good while. Um, you know, I was cold every single day and I realized like it just solidified even more that I don't want to live anywhere that's cold. Um, at least snowing that much. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was definitely rough, but you know, obviously we got through it. Um, you know, we, go you know, <laughs> had candles as lights for for when it was nighttime. Um, you know, we I was sleeping with like a hoodie and sweatpants, which that's new, normally not how I sleep. Um, but you know, obviously, I, I wanted to stay 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 warm, so that was the only way to do it. But yeah, so the text uh, definitely sucked. Um, number two was pretty funny, but also kind of lacklustering, and that was Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. <laughs> I, I literally like the, the, the big story that was happening was that Jeff Bezos was going to go on a rocket and go into space. So everybody was excited, and I was like, oh, is this is going to be cool. And I watched the launch, like me and my mom were watching it, and the first thing I saw when I looked at the rocket, I was like, rocket kind of looks like a penis. And, you know, my mom was like, oh, well, you know, anything that's phallic shape, you're going to say it looks like a penis. And then she looked at the TV, and she's like, oh, my God, it looks like <laughs> a penis. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so that was pretty funny. And then, ironically enough, you know, one, he doesn't really go to space. Like, he, if, if, like, Okay, pun intended. He basically just put the tip in and then like came and then decided to come back down. Um, so that was very lacklustering. But the icing on the cake, and you know, I found it very funny, was that he he came out of the the spaceship in a, a wearing a cowboy hat because you know that's exactly what a guy that's riding a penis rocket is going to be wearing. Oh
1: God! <laughs> you mean the whole yeehaw kind of? Thing?
0: Like literally, is wearing a cowboy hat as he walks out of the spaceship. I think someone spent like a paid a lot of money also to get on that. It was like him, some other guy, this lady that was denied to be an astronaut like back in the day. And then this other, this random kid that his dad just bought his ticket to get in. So yeah, so very lacklustering event that happened, but yeah, it happened. And, and, I, and I, I got plenty of jokes off of it. So, but it, it was a three down because it was very disappointing because he didn't go to space. Barely, barely got, to, got into space. Um, and then uh, now my number one is uh, the rate of the Capitol. Because that also happened.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That did happen.
0: Um, it's funny how every, all the, the thing I found funny was how everyone, like the Trump, the Trump supporters, when Trump got, you know, voted in as president, you had everybody that was angry about Trump becoming president. And they were like, suck it up, losers. Like, you know, like it happened. Like you got accepted and all that. And, and they didn't do that with Biden. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> didn't accept it. They, if anything, they 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 refuted it, uh, they and refuted then it. and then you know what made things even worse was Trump did not help. If anything, Trump made things even worse. Like he, you know, there's already a fire, and he just decided to pour gas down on it. Because um, yeah, gas, it got bad. Seen all kinds of different stuff, and, and that was a riot. <laughs> that was not a protest. That was a riot, and so. um so yeah, so that happened. But we did get a cool shot of a guy like no looking, uh no looking uh uh what's, what's it called? Uh macing somebody. Oh that yeah. Was, that was a pretty cool picture. But uh, but yeah, so that is my three down, and we're going back to Spencer's three up, and that is the US withdrew from Afghanistan. Yeah. So yeah, oh. that, that finally ended.
1: Oh,
0: um uh, Number two was Juneteenth becomes a federal holiday, which is really cool. Um, obviously as someone that I went to an HBCU, so I, I do have, uh, you know, obviously they, ta- they taught us about Juneteenth and the significance of it. And I'm sure people, there's people that do, are aware of what Juneteenth is, but obviously, you know, because of, you know, because of, you know, either they taught them or anything like that, but it's not something that's being taught like everywhere is what I'm saying. But it's really cool that it is now being recognized and and hopefully, you know, we we can share more about it. Um, but obviously Juneteenth is just the commemoration of the emancipation of African American slaves. So if you guys didn't know what Juneteenth meant, but there you go. So there's there's your, your quick history lesson. Um, <laughs> but yeah, once again, pretty cool to to have Juneteenth recognized as a federal holiday. So so I, I yeah, I, I completely agree. This is this is a really cool thing that happened uh, this year. And then, number one, I made it another rotation around the sun. Hey, we're, yeah. we're alive. To see another day. So, yeah. True, true. True. I mean, you know, one thing that I always told people, and I think I got this from my uncle, uh, which, unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. And, uh, uh, you know, people would ask him, how are, how are you? And he's like, I'm awake. And you know, at first, I never understood what that meant. Um, but then now, now I get what it means. You know, he, yep. he, he woke up to see another day. So it's something now I like to say now. Um, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess my way of continuing, keeping my connection with my uncle. Um, so, so yeah, it, no, it's true. You know, you got, every day is a blessing. And then if you're, you wake up every single day, you know, if you wake up that morning, clearly that means that, some, that that's already one good thing to talk, to have is that you're,
1: yeah.
0: you're awake and alive. So that's yeah. So that is uh, three up. Edward, what's your three up?
1: So my three up is um three up is I number three um you know I I really close to the end of the year ended up getting a new car. That's um, right, and hey, we got a brand new car. <laughs> yeah, the Corolla hatchback. So it's what I wanted, exactly how I wanted it. So I'm grateful for that. I like I said, I, you know, truthfully, like I'm, I'm not trying to put religion. To anybody, but I do thank God because if it wasn't for you know God, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Um, second, um, I got to be with my boys for Christmas. Uh, my number two, it's like I got to be with my boys for Christmas. Um, you know, it was my Christmas this year with them, and they had a blast. I had a blast. We had a lot of fun. They rode the bikes inside the house, actually. Yeah, I saw that (laughs) Yeah, they. well, the thing is It's funny, he brought in The tricycle at first And Mateo wanted to ride it So then he goes back to the garage and brings in the blue bike And I'm like, what the hell How did you, I'm like, how did you do that Like, he just finds a way He just finds a way, if he wants to He's just like a dad If he really wants it, he will find a way and get it So, apparently I have to watch out for that Next, you know, he's going to end up having a motorcycle somewhere, and I'm just be like, oh, crap, here we go. And then, um, but yeah, um, that's my number two, my kids also, you know. And um, my number one is just like Spencer, you know, my family, my kids, you know, we made it another year around this earth. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're here. You know, we're breathing, just like I just said, you know, every day is a gift. Um, you know, it's a blessing. Um, we just, you know, it depends on what we do with our days. Um, you never know when it's our time, but thankfully, we are still here. We're still making a difference in somebody's life and a positive note on that one. Yep, that's so, good. so, yeah. And then, uh, what's your so it's your number two Man, my my th-
0: my my three of us look awful compared to your guys's. What do you mean? Alright, so at number three I got Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was a really we're, good show, okay.
1: We're over here being like, man, you know what? Like You what guys you are you all here quit? over
0: here being sentimental and I'm over here like so so Squid Game Squid was games. a really cool show to
1: watch. <laughs> you yeah, you know you know what you reminded me of? You're like the, you're like the family member with no kids, like the cool uncle with no kids. So it's like, you see us all struggling, like, oh, you know, I love my family, love my family. Like, you see all those people taking pictures with their kids, and then you see you walking out with a bottle of like tequila or crown or something. You're like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Yeah. And
0: then <laughs> number two was Spider Man
1: No Way From Home. Um, don't, 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 like, I'm not going um,
0: to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, amazing movie it did get me to cry um, it exceeded everything that I thought it was going to be and more um, I kind of was I wasn't surprised of what they were doing but even then just seeing it and it just finally seeing it was it, it, it was so much like Edward can tell you when it comes to Marvel characters my my two favorite characters are Spider-Man and, and the Punisher so for them to be able to to do this with with this Spider-Man is, is so much it's so cool and um, yeah, it was, it was definitely the best thing that, and it ended in, in 2021, obviously, but, a uh, great movie, really was really, uh, this, and, and then plus I got to watch it with my nieces, which is like one of the cool things that I like about, um, about, you know, my, like my movie taste, like is that, you know, Heidi and Emma both like, you know, and they both love Spider-Man. So I I never, never influenced them on that. Never push Spider Man on them. Um, they just both like Spider Man, and so it's yeah. it's a really cool thing for me. It's,
1: it's same with my kids. My kids actually like watching uh, Spidey and Friends. So they like watching like uh, regular Spidey, Peter Parker Spidey, and then Spin Spidey, and then uh, uh, Gwen uh, Spider Gwen. Like you know the, the little kid ones. Mm-hmm. So, so they like it's to watch it's, that one. it's
0: cool yeah. to have that that little thing with them, and so it was cool to watch it with them, even though. Take, so what happened was cause obviously, you know, we're in a movie theater it's preserved seating. Um, so my sister was like, and the girls were on the other side. So me and Edwin were on the other side of the, of that row. And so I'm over here trying so hard not to geek out, but i like, I mean trying and it, I still was pretty bad about it. So everyone was making fun of me. Um, so, which I don't care. I mean, obviously like this is, this is a, a, a character that I really love. So it was just, it, it was a great movie. Um, I would definitely go back into the movie there to watch it again because it it was so good. And Edward, if you want to go, I'm down to go with you. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) to go watch the movie?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I got a date. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. All right. And then my number one is uh, it's over. You know, 2021 is over. So, can't, can't get any worse, you know? Um, whoa, whoa. And I and I and I reason well. Actually, I hold my home hold, hold my breath <laughs> on that one. But um, on uh, I mean, you know, and Edward knows that uh, 2021 has not been necessarily the the easiest year for me. Um, obviously, you know, starting the year off losing losing my uncle was was definitely really hard for me. Um, but then uh, just a lot of things, a lot of series of things just kept. You know, it, it felt there was moments where things like just didn't seem was gonna was not going in my way, and um, it it really did bother me at some point. It got me to some really lows, but um, obviously with family and friends, like it's it you know it just that always helps me out. Um, but you know, the best part of of this of this year, I guess you could say, is like I realized how strong I can be. Um, and, and you know. Obviously, I I stayed positive throughout it, even even when things didn't look that that great for me. But uh, I'm just glad 2021 is over. (laughs) So now, obviously, I had that op. I I am going to be that person that's going to be optimistic about 2022, and uh, and hope that you know things things go in the right direction at least for myself. I the podcast has been great. Like I'm not saying that the podcast has not been living up to my expectations because. I, I get, I get the comments from everyone, like people to, you know, people from belly up, people from, uh, people that listen to the podcast. Like I hear so many, you know, people saying so many positive things about, about insert name FC. So trust me, it is not insert name FC. If anything, like this is one of those things that has kept me going. And, um, but, you know, obviously I want I need, I need to take care of some of the things on my end too, my personal end. So, uh, no, I, I, I I'm, and I, this isn't me saying I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep giving you guys myself every single day. Um, and so no matter what. And so like, don't worry about that. I'm good. Don't, don't start trying to, don't give me like a barrage of text messages. Like, are you okay? Do you need to talk? Like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I, I tell you right now, I am fine. I'm doing well. Um, mentally, I'm doing he, uh, well.
1: He's, he, he's, he's the type of guy that whenever he does need somebody to talk to, he will reach out. But most of the time, if he just feels like he needs that alone time, he will take it. He will literally, if you keep bugging him about it, he will be like, dude, I'm like, fucking fine. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, I so understand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This, this is a guy that's known me for 26 years. So he could, could definitely, yeah. you could definitely Hell,
1: tell you. I was, I was even telling him earlier, like maybe I think, you know, you know, last week or what two, two weeks ago when you were telling me about, you know, the work stuff. And I was like, oh, bro, like, I'm sorry. You're not like like this. This this last week, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. You're like, why? Like, you're like, why? I was like, oh, oh shit. Um, I was like, uh, never mind. You know, I was just. Saying, I was like, oh. I didn't know what to say at that point. I was like, oh well. You know, like I was like, damn it. I was like, I forgot. I was like, damn it. I was like, wrong person. I should have been like, sorry. This sex message is no longer available. Please click stop to stop sending these messages. I should have just done some goofy shit like that. And, it would have saved me a little bit of a of a text message
0: tongue lashing. Like ETL. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not, not to be an asshole about it, but I like I know, I know. myself. Everybody, know. You know, some people still don't understand that, but I know how I am. I know I know when I need help and I know when I don't. But um, like I said, I'm just one grateful for 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 seeing another day. Like every 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 day is a blessing since I wake up. Um, and and hopefully 2022 can. Could be a, a good one for me. So, so there is that. Um, so very positive. Don't, don't take this as a negative one. I, I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network, man. One of the biggest blessings that, that came for me for 2021 um, was Belly Up. Check them out, bellyupsports.com. Not, not just for me, but for the podcast, like everything, like they've given me that extra push that I've needed and it really has given me more. More, no, more of an understanding that I am doing the, um, what we're doing is good and, and we're going to be where we want to be. But yeah, go ahead and check them out at bellyupsports.com. Great articles that they have over there. Check out some of the great podcasts that they got there as well. Um, shout out to the unhinged radio. Yes, right now we're taking that hiatus, but in 2022, we're coming back stronger and better than ever with 24 cover, 24 hour coverage of great podcasting listening. So make sure you guys be on the lookout. Follow them on Twitter at radio unhinged. So you, constantly updated on what's going on with uh, the Unhinged Radio powered up by Belly Up. Shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company A&G Graphics for the creation of the Instagram FC's logo. We thank her every single episode and that's because you know the, the first thing you guys see is the Instagram FC logo. So obviously that's what gets you guys to watch us. At least that's how I feel. Um, so She did a great job. So make sure you guys follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. So you can hit her up and she'll create you a logo for your company or for yourself. Whatever you're trying to do, she can, take, she can do it. And of course, shout out to our man, the, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Roosevelt Spencer. He, just, he does everything and then some. Um, he's, he's just the best at what he does. Um, even, he really is. even as he's lear- trying to figure out podcasting. And even as he was figuring out, it, it still sounded great to me. So um, you know, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again at that guy dope. If you guys love the beats that we have for this intro and outro, if you guys hear our our horrible, horrible singing and sounds to be honest, it sounds a lot worse if it wasn't edited by Spencer. So um, if you guys hear it, and you're like, hey, they sound not that bad. Well, go ahead and hit up Spencer so he can help you out with your with your musical needs, or if you're trying to get into podcasting and you need some intros and outros. Will Spencer's your guy as well. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Hit him up so he can take good care of you like he always does for us. Yes, sir. All right. So that's episode 69. Nice. Yeah. All right. So thank you for listening and catch us next week for episode 70 as we kick off 2022 with the African Cup of Nations and Liga MX to back. Yay. Take care, guys.
1: And also 69. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's our game master.